0: Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan. I am delighted to be back with you for another podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you are having a wonderful spring season. If you are listening to this podcast, when it airs, we are in spring. I was looking outside in our backyard and our trees are blossoming. We had a wonderful Easter egg hunt here at our house. And my son found the golden egg, which was very exciting for him. <laughs> Not as exciting for my daughter who found it last year. Um, but we just have been really having a wonderful time enjoying the warmer, sunnier, bright weather. And I hope that you are having a wonderful time wherever in the world you may be located. So today we are continuing our conversation about the inside scoop of the marriage upgrade. And today I'm going to be talking about the in-person retreat which we wrapped up a couple of weeks ago now it's hard to believe that it's been like two and a half weeks maybe a week and a half 10 days probably 10 days <laughs> since we were all gathered in our gorgeous location that literally New York City skyline and the Hudson River is our backdrop. It's just a remarkable, remarkable location. And I am excited to get back there this fall with the next cohort. So I want to really sort of lift the curtain, lift the veil for you so that you have a better understanding of what you can expect from the in-person retreat experience. If you are a extrovert and you know you are the type of person that is massively energized by being around and with people in person, this is going to be incredibly helpful. If you are an introvert, this is also going to be incredibly helpful because in most of the couples that I deal with, there is one person who is an extrovert and one person who is an introvert, and I want to just paint the picture for you how this retreat will be an amazing experience for both of you and the ways that I have intentionally created it and built it to really serve any and every type of person. So the first thing that I have to share, and I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast much, but I have now over 20 years experience creating events, leading retreats and other experiences for people. I, when I graduated from graduate school with my doctorate, I worked for a nonprofit leadership organization that was known for creating phenomenal training experiences for adults, phenomenal retreat experiences for adults, and not just any adults, teachers. So I have trained with the best. I've learned from the best about adult learning, how to bring people together, how to attend to all of the different learning styles so that I can deliver an incredibly engaging and connecting experience for everyone. So, if you are the type of person who has trouble, you know, sitting in a lecture, no worries with me because that's not what we do at all. Everything is activity based and engaging, meaning I teach for a portion, but then you discuss it and you apply it and you have exercises and activities that walk you through the learning. So, um, that was just really important for me to share on the front end because. I get this feedback so, so often no matter where I'm training or wherever I'm delivering um, an experience for whatever audience that people are always blown away by how fast it goes and how engaging and fun it is. So the mindset that I have going into creating a retreat experience is one of first really attending to people's comfort. I know that when you are out of your normal environment and you're going somewhere to sit in a room full of people and talk about your relationship, that is uncomfortable, right? There are probably conversations you're not even having with each other at home, let alone coming to be in a room full of strangers discussing those things. So I know this is in the back of your head. Many of you have told me that this is a concern of your partner. So I want to speak directly to the mindset that I have and how I create comfort in these experiences. The first thing is we don't skip steps. And what I mean by that is because I have so much training and background in bringing groups of people together to be comfortable with each other, we spend a a considerable amount of time on the front end just getting to know each other in the most fun and the most engaging ways. We start with basic details like, where do you live and what is your name? (laughs) Now, I know you could probably think that talking about where you live and what is your name is quite mundane and quite boring. And I'll just offer you, it's not that I have found a way to make it a very engaging and exciting experience. Again, based on my years and years and years working and designing trainings. So we spend a lot of time on the front and literally just getting to know each other as human beings. And it's really important that the moment you walk into that room that you feel the palatable energy of feeling welcome, of feeling accepted, like it is the most non-judgmental room you can step into and feeling like you were like personally invited and desired to be there. Like all of my clients are VIP superstars to me and you are treated as such. So your comfort is a top priority. Your ability to connect with the other people in the room is Also, a top priority. And so I think about very deeply all of the ways to get you talking with each other again and very easy, low risk, non threatening conversations. And what I saw at this last retreat just really blew my mind. Like, I set some basic structures up for people to share and to connect with each other. And by our first break, people were like running to each other to connect, right? They heard someone say something like, oh my gosh, I used to live there and I know that and do you know this? And literally, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen some of the photos and some of the footage of just like how friendly people became (laughs) with each other um, and really just made a lot of connections. And then the third mindset that I have in creating an incredible retreat experience is vulnerability. And I feel that as a coach, I have to lead there. And so there is a lot that I share about my own experience being a wife being married in a partnership, there is a lot that I share about things that I am working on personally or things that I have worked on in the past, um, and how I've done that, right? And so by my leading with vulnerability and sharing, you know, a lot of things with with my clients, they then feel comfortable to do the same. And again, everyone just comments about how it is not a judgmental place where you really can come because everyone is there learning and growing to achieve the same goal. So that's a little bit about my mindset. I'm going to also share like some other three other pillars that I think will be really Helpful for you to know, valuable for you to know, and then also really help you in your marriage and in your life right now. So, I'm going to talk about the principles that I utilize and execute throughout the retreat and why that's important to you listening now. I'm also going to talk about what changes for couples in this experience like what's the difference between when they first walk in that door versus when they leave and then i'm going to share with you the three most profound takeaways from this cohort's retreat the spring 2023 their retreat and why these takeaways are so applicable to every couple okay So the principles that I utilize to really build and create an experience that I would say is honestly top-notch, there are six, right? So the way that these principles show up is through the activities and the exercises that we do. The first one is build on what is working. And what I mean by that is really just appreciation. We start the day with an appreciation of our partners. So, the way that we do that is you actually introduce your partner to the group sharing the things that you love and appreciate and admire about them. And then we debrief it, right? Because some of you can hear that and you're like, oh my gosh, that would be amazing because I'm like dying to hear what my partner appreciates about me. And then others of you are like, oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. I don't feel comfortable receiving praise, right? In general and for sure not in public. So No matter what camp you sit in, I promise you, you are so well taken care of in this experience. But one of the principles that I think it's really important for you to know, because it's a thread throughout the entire program, is that we build on what is working. We don't start with the problems. We don't start with what's missing. We build on what is working. And the way that we do that is anchoring ourselves in appreciation. The next thing that we do is we remember what we love, which is an extension of what you appreciate. But we actually do this in a way that has you looking back at the beginnings of your relationship, at what brought you together, the fate, the divine connections, whatever you know, whatever you call it, that led you and your partner out of the billions of people in the world to connect exactly when you did and to become a couple. And we do that in just such a fun, fun way that shares with the group a little bit about you as a couple, right? Like we want to know, we're interested, it's fun to think about those things and to reminisce and to share little tidbits and fun stories of your dating relationship. So we do that. The third principle is built on the idea that we are creating the new together, right? So it's fine and wonderful and beautiful to appreciate what it is to look back and reflect on what brought you together, and now we're going to put our stake in the sand and create the new together. We have a series of visioning exercises where you take yourself first through your own ideas and your own vision for what you want your marriage to be. Then you come together and then you discuss your joint vision. And I tell you, when the couples come together to do this, they want the same thing. (laughs) It is so refreshing. It is so encouraging and so filled with hope to have an idea of what you want and to bring it to this person that you are learning to operate better with, communicate better with, connect better with, and to hear them say many of the same things that you want, right? And for some couples, this is the first time that they're actually hearing that from each other, right? So you may ask your partner, hey, like, what do you want? Like, these are the things that I would really like to see happen. And maybe you're asking them and you're getting crickets. And it feels like either they're not thinking about it, they don't care about it, or they just won't take the time to actually respond to you and give you an answer. And what's amazing about the retreat is that, the whole conversation is structured to make it easy for you to do that. It's easy for you to have that exchange with each other and to actually get out of your head and out into a conversation what it is you want. The fourth principle is taking responsibility for your part. So I think this is one of the things that people are often pleasantly surprised by and see how necessary it is that even though you're coming as a couple and even though because you're a human, you have ideas of what your partner, what your spouse needs to be doing differently. We start first with you taking massive responsibility for your part in not only creating the vision that you want, but also standing in the way. So we problem solve the obstacles. We get right to the heart of the matter of what are the things that get in your way that prevent you from being what I call a level 10 partner to your spouse to then create your joint vision together as a couple. Principle number five is you learn how to be a team. We have some really fun exercises that get you working together as a team. We play a game um, that involves like audience participation where you and your partner are like sharing something and we have to guess and it's just a lot of fun. but that's how we introduce this concept of being a team. We give you a team activity to do and then engage with the rest of the couples. And it is so fun. Then we really dive into the qualities and characteristics that make for good team members. And you have an opportunity to personally assess for yourself what are your strengths, what are your areas of growth, and talk with your partner about that. So I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but I'll say it again here in this episode that the the retreat itself is structured where we have both large group conversations where all of us are talking together And then private conversations where you and your partner are just talking together. So each couple gets their own private table. A friend of mine, whenever she sees my pictures and my videos on Instagram, she's like, I love that you have these sweetheart tables. And that's exactly what it is. So if you think about like what it was like for you at your wedding, right? You have like that sweetheart table. It's just the two of you having your moment together looking out in the audience and engaging with everyone else and i've recreated that experience inside of the retreat and being a team is one of those activities where you do have the opportunity to have a private conversation with each other about your strengths and your areas for growth and then The last principle is just applying the skills. There's one thing to learn and to take notes and to engage in all these activities. There is another thing to actually apply the skills. So there is time carved out and dedicated in this retreat where you will actually practice listening to each other. We have a very powerful listening exercise that helps you create a heart-to-heart connection with each other where you hear from your partner, you hear from your spouse about many different things. I have a list of standard questions that I ask that really help create the deepest level of understanding and compassion for each other. And then we finish it all off with what feels like the cherry on top of a delicious sundae with a, I don't wanna call it battle of the sexes, but that's kind of what it is, where the men all get together and they sort of create this project sharing and pulling together everything we've covered on the retreat. And the women do a project pulling together and sharing everything that they have learned from their interpretation and then they give like a really fun and engaging presentation. It often involves a skit, it often involves music and dancing, and it is just, I've been blown away by how creative and how fun people have taken this part of the experience. Okay? So those are the principles that you can expect to really be focused on and engaging in activities that help you live that out what i want to do now is i just want to share with you four specific things that change for the couples in these 48 hours okay so again it's a two-day retreat we have the way that the day is structured is we have four hours in the morning we have a two-hour break for lunch and free time whether that's naps or trips to the city and then we have another four hours in the afternoon and that's how the days go on both days so even though it's a 48-hour experience the teaching component right is four, 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 and four, right? So in those hours, right, in those 16 teaching activity experience hours, the couples walk away with a greater understanding of themselves and each other. People are always saying, I never connected the dots that way. I never understood how this thing about me is now playing a role in the dynamic in our marriage. So you walk away feeling one, understanding of yourself and two, understanding of your partner. So if that is something that you are struggling with, where you feel like, I don't really feel like I know myself anymore, or I don't feel like my partner really gets me, this retreat this whole program, but definitely those first two days of the retreat are going to knock some of that completely out of the way for you. The other thing that people really walk away with that is so valuable is clear steps and a path forward. Already in our Facebook group, someone has posted, hey, I went back through this exercise you gave us, and this is what I saw already. So you leave with a workbook that we go through the entire workbook, but there are also very specific sections where I say like, you can go back through this same process that I've outlined in the workbook and do it again with another topic, another issue, another emotion, whatever it is you are working through. So people really feel like, oh my gosh, everything I need is just right here in this book, and I can keep referring to it whenever I need to. The other thing that the couples walk away with is just a greater sense of unity. I think sometimes, you know, people get inside this program and they sign up and they question, they question, like, are we really going to be able to come together? Are we really going to get on the same page? Do we really want the same thing? Like, is there really a strong path forward for us to be united as a couple step in step with each other? And the answer is a resounding yes. So they leave feeling more united as a couple because they've had conversations in a way that fosters that unity. And so if you've been at home spinning your wheels trying to have certain conversations with your partner and it leads you nowhere... I want to assure you that inside this program, inside the structures that I have created, you will walk away with more productive conversations that help you get on the same page and feel united as a team. And then the last thing that changes for couples is they just have so much fun. There is endless amounts of laughter in our room, in this experience, and endless connections with other couples. I mean, we have fostered and cultivated some really powerful relationships, like the men were all getting each other's contact information to stay in touch with each other and support each other. Because let's be honest, when you are working on your marriage, struggling in your marriage in any kind of way, it is an isolating experience. And so to be in a room of some of the highest caliber of people, the most committed people, the most open-minded people, the most growth mindset people, you wanna soak that up. You're like, there are not a lot of you out in the world. And so I am so grateful that we are here in this room together. We are here in this program together. And so let's stay connected, right? So that's what changes for the couples. And then the last thing that I want to leave you with today are the three major takeaways from this cohort inside of the in-person retreat. And remember, next week... I am going to be giving you the inside scoop on the virtual retreat. So if you are a person who for whatever reason know that you won't be able to attend the retreat in person, no worries. You will get a front seat view into what that is experience is like, okay? Now, the three takeaways from the couples that attended the in-person retreat. Number one you both want the same thing. This is also one of the foundational and anchoring thoughts that the program is built upon. And so there are training videos about this idea, even before people come to the retreat. But I have to say, like, there's one thing, there's a difference between watching a training video and believing it intellectually, and then coming to a retreat experience and living it and feeling it and breathing it and seeing it become a lived experience in your marriage. And so that is what happens on this retreat. You really see just how much you both want the same thing, just how much you both are two human be- human beings who want to be seen and heard and loved and accepted and respected. That is what happens on this retreat. And so I want you to think about How can you start playing detective essentially and start seeing that in your own marriage? Because I guarantee you just this idea that you both want the same thing is transformational. The second takeaway is acceptance and trusting your partner's process. There is a poem that we read on the topic of acceptance. It is something that I wrote structured off of something else that I had seen but it is one of the most powerful things to read like tears flowing people like wanting to have it printed out and like taped to parts of their home right it is just an amazing amazing reading and experience to take in and so this idea of acceptance This idea of trusting your partner's process is not an easy one. Can I just like be honest with you and tell you, it is not easy. It is not even easy for me. But that is one of the main takeaways. And I learned so much, even from this group, in a conversation that we had about forgiveness. And what we uncovered was that, In the partnerships, there is one person who is the person who more easily forgives, who is quick to say I'm sorry, who is quick to want to move on and forward from any breakdown. And then there is the other person who. Is a little bit guarded still, right? Who hasn't let go of it, who's still working through their process of letting it go so that they can move on. And a lot of friction happens when one person's like, hey, you should just get over this. Like, let's move on. Let's have a good time together when the other one is just not ready. And so how do you deal with that? How do you come together when you've had a breakdown, Right? The answer is trusting your partner's process. And so part of what makes that so hard for us in couples is the interdependence we have and sometimes, quite frankly, the codependence we have, right? Where it's sort of like, I can't be happy if you're not happy or like your bad mood is going to bleed into me and make me have a bad mood. And so we spend a lot of time trying to talk our partners trying to talk our spouses out of their emotions. And so if you are the person doing this or if you are the recipient of your partner doing this, the answer and the takeaway is to accept where they are and to trust their process. And especially when you're inside a program like this and you both are committed to doing the work, it's so much easier to trust the process because you trust the tools that your partner has access to because they are being coached and led and guided by someone who is there for you as a couple. So I want to just encourage you if this is something, especially on the forgiveness issue that you and your partner just like approach differently, trust their process, trust their process. If they're the faster one to get over things quickly, trust their process if they are the slower ones and it takes them a bit longer to get over things. Neither is right, neither is wrong, but we do want to promote quick recoveries in a way that honors what both of you need. Okay And then the last thing as a key takeaway from this retreat is the idea of seeing your issues in your marriage and your problems that you want to solve as a team project where your goal is to create win-win scenarios. Okay, I'm just going to read that again. You want to look at your issues and your problems as a team project that your goal is to create win-win scenarios. This is not a me against you. This is not a my way or your way. This is our way. And how can we come together to create a win-win scenario? One of the things that happens so much is that When things are breaking down or we're in conflict or we're having tension, we become hyper-focused on our own needs and neglect the needs of the unit. And so when you're mastering the skills of working together as a team, your primary interest is how can we create a win-win scenario for everyone? Okay, so... Those are the takeaways, those are the changes that the couples experience, those are the principles that we operate out of in our activities and that is the mindset that I have going into planning an in-person retreat for the marriage upgrade. I know that for many of you, this has been so valuable and so helpful and this may be the exact episode that you are going to share with your spouse to help them see the light, right? And to know that this is a safe space for them. This is a process that will work for them. This is an amazing and incredible gift to your marriage, to your relationship, not only for the six months that we will work together, but for six years, for 60 years, all the way down the road. And so I love giving you an inside scoop into what it is like inside the marriage upgrade because I don't want you to have any questions about if this is a good fit for you. And I hope this episode has given you everything you need if you are a person who really desires to come to that in-person retreat. I hope this episode has given you everything you need to be sold on this experience because I am sold on it for you. And of course, if you have other questions or would like to speak with me personally about joining the marriage upgrade, you can do so by scheduling a complimentary consultation call with me. And you can find out all about how to do that on my website, drshavonne.com. That's D-R-C-H-A-V-E as in Victor, O-N-N-E dot com. I would love to speak with you personally. That's it for today. I will be back with you next week talking about the virtual retreat and what that experience is like. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 marriage Beliefs. That's b i t l y forward slash 13 marriage beliefs and of course i will be back with you next week until then commit to loving your marriage again